You're listening to Wikisleep, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. Before we begin, I wanted to tell you again that Wikisleep is becoming an app. The app will have all the same great content as the podcast, plus much more. There will be ambient brainwave tracks for sleep, new stories and histories, additional narrators, and a bunch of other great content, all designed to help you switch off and wind down. To learn more, please visit wikisleep.com, where you can also sign up for early access. I should also mention that once the app is launched, all the content you find through this podcast will only be available there. I've been enjoying providing free content and stories for two years, but in order to continue doing so, and to bring more sleep support to a broader audience, I built the Wikisleep app. So I encourage you to go to wikisleep.com and add yourself to the growing list of listeners already signed up for early and free access to what I promise will be a fun and effective app. You're listening to Wikisleep. I'm Britt Buntain. Today's story is Florence Nightingale. Florence Nightingale was an English social reformer, statistician, and the founder of modern nursing. She was born on May 12, 1820, into a rich, well-connected British family in Florence, Italy, and was named after the city of her birth. The family moved back to England in 1821. Then, in 1838, the family went on a tour through Europe where she was introduced to the English-born Parisian hostess, Mary Clarkey Clark, with whom Florence bonded. Nightingale found Clarkey to be a stimulating hostess who did not care for her appearance And while her ideas did not always agree with those of her guests, she found she was incapable of boring anyone. Clarkey was said to be exasperating and eccentric, and she had no respect for upper-class British women, whom she regarded generally as inconsequential. However, She made an exception in the case of the Nightingale family, and Florence in particular. The pair were to remain close friends for 40 years, despite their 27-year age difference. In her youth, Nightingale was respectful of her family's opposition to her working as a nurse, but when she was 24, she announced her decision to enter the field. 
She worked hard to educate herself in the art and science of nursing in the face of opposition from her family and the restrictive social code for affluent young English women. In 1847, she met Sidney Herbert in Rome, a politician who had been secretary at war from 1845 to 1846, and they became lifelong friends. Nightingale traveled extensively, going as far as Greece and Egypt. Her writings on Egypt in particular are testimony to her learning literary skill, and philosophy of life. Sailing up the Nile in January 1850, she wrote of the Abu Simbel temples as being sublime in the highest style of intellectual beauty, intellect without effort, without suffering. Not a feature is correct, but the whole effect is more expressive of spiritual grandeur than anything I could have imagined. It makes the impression upon one that thousands of voices do, uniting in one unanimous, simultaneous feeling of enthusiasm or emotion, which is said to overcome the strongest man. At Thebes, she wrote of being called to God, saying God called me in the morning and asked me, would I do good for him alone without reputation? Later in 1850, she visited a Lutheran religious community in Germany where she observed Pastor Theodore Fliedner and the deaconesses working for the sick and the deprived. She regarded the experience as a turning point in her life. On August 22, 1853, Nightingale took the post of superintendent at the Institute for the Care of Sick Gentlewomen in Upper Harley Street, London. In October of 1854, she and 38 female volunteer nurses that she had trained were sent by her friend, Sidney Herbert, to the Ottoman Empire where the British were at war. They were sent across the Black Sea from Balaclava in the Crimea where the main British camp was based. The nurses arrived in November 1854 at the Skutari barracks in what is now Istanbul. Her team found that poor care for wounded soldiers was being delivered by overworked medical staff in the face of official indifference. Medicines were in short supply, hygiene was being badly neglected, and mass infections were common, many of them fatal. Nightingale sent a plea to the Times for a government solution to the poor conditions in the facilities.